Welcome to Permission to Win, a podcast asking life's most fundamental questions, like what is permission? Who needs my permission? And why are we talking about permission anyway? In each episode, your co-hosts explore different ways to say it's okay, discussing all the different permissions we need in our lives to do or not do the things that we do. Now, in case you think you need it, here's your permission to join David and Kim. Kim, it's a brand new season. Do you does it feel different for you now? Um, no. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess because this is episode 14 and we have just pressed right on through, we're just calling this season two. We did 13 episodes. Now we're on to number 14 with season two. And what we are going to do, we are, we are adding a new feature to the show. Are you excited about this? I am so excited about this. We are bringing in a third wheel. I mean, a guest <laughs> for our episodes coming up and we will be able to add other thoughts in our own. So I'm excited about that. Kim, would you introduce our esteemed guest? Well, we have somebody famous with us that's going to be on, and I am super excited. It is the famous rock star, Carrie Zarb. She is a podcaster, a financial designer, and quite frankly, she's just flat out fun. <laughs> that's on her business card, flat out fun. I think it should be. <laughs> and she does not have our southern accent she has a very southern accent welcome carrie zarn thank you david and kim it's great to be here and i i don't think i could even try a southern accent like i don't even know if that'd work <laughs> well you're so much further south than us <laughs> just just a little bit a little bit side of the other side of the equator yeah well other side of the planet, yes. And we we are so excited to have you. You've been our producer extraordinaire these last 13 episodes, and so we thought it would be great to have you in as our first guest. Well, and I'm going to add to that and just say that it's been a tough 13 episodes with you guys because, honestly, like, it's, it's hard going in the background over here. Like, it, it takes a lot of work. There's sweat. There's tears. All the things are happening. So, finally, finally, I get some, some time in the, in the spotlight. Yay! Cranking all those knobs and pushing all those faders and sliders. Yep. We appreciate all that hard work. But today, what we've brought you in to join us with is being a beginner. So this is your first time being a beginner on our podcast. You've been on many podcasts. You have your own podcast, but you're a beginner on our podcast. Kim, what are your thoughts when you think of being a beginner? And in parentheses, I want to say again. Well, I love it because that means we're having another adventure. We're doing something again that we're taking that leap of, and I don't even know if it's a leap of faith, but we're taking this leap of, I don't know everything, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to learn some things. I'm going to bump my head possibly, but I am going to take a chance 
and be a beginner again. Carrie, what are your thoughts? Well, my first question is how long is the show? Because I've got many examples of being a beginner again and like I got them lined up over here, Didn't you know, like, but I do have to say, I think we've all got that opportunity at any stage of life and I can't count how many times I've done it and I probably won't be able to count how many times I'll still do it. So excited for that. Well, in my mind, the most prescient I'll use that word. I'll pull that out of the hat. Example for me is podcasting. For years, I have done audio production. And for a shorter number of years, I have done podcast production for other people. But only 13 episodes ago have I become an actual podcaster, getting behind the mic and saying the words and doing the thing. So, so for me, that was a beginning. And that was odd. It was very different to step out and do those things. So that's my most recent example of being a beginner. So I have to say, David, this was long overdue because I have felt like with that voice of yours, you needed to podcast forever. Um, you have a great voice and you have great things to say. So i I never understood, just going to say for the record, I never understood why you weren't already podcasting. And I feel blessed and honored that I get to be with you on this journey because I think it's amazing. I think you do an amazing job of podcasting. Well, I appreciate that, but I would like to encourage everyone out there that has the idea of being a podcaster. It has nothing to do with your voice. It has everything to do with interesting stories and being creative and bring on bringing on great guests. So I'm going to prove a, your point, David. My voice is not that voice that everybody <laughs> wants to hear. And yet here we are, great voice and not so great voice doing a thing. And we were beginners together on this podcast. That's right. And I'll let you live in your delusion that nobody wants to hear your voice. <laughs> That's fine. We, you have created, and I'm not going to make this a, uh, a love fest, but, but you have created a, a community that includes Carrie and I got to meet Carrie in your community and we have all had the chance to learn from each other, get to know each other, having friends now on different corners of the country, different corners of the world. It's just been such a neat opportunity and Clubhouse is what brought us together. And with, with that tool, we all became beginners in social audio. You know, we had done chats, we had done zooms a little bit probably, but that social audio arena gave us a chance to come together and learn that new piece of software. And it changed. It was growing so fast. It changed. <laughs> We were almost beginners every week with the software because they kept updating it so hard and fast. And I think when you talk about being a beginner, you're really talking about being vulnerable. That's really the, the, the biggest key and being willing to, to stick it out there again. I am of a certain age and recognize that I am not interested in learning certain new things 
And I guess that's okay. But I'm confident, let me say more confident in the things that I have done and can double down on those. But learning new things, starting a podcast, things like that are, they take time and they take effort. And you put into it, it's a relationship. You put into that relationship what you want to get out of it. Well, David, I think you bring up something really interesting in the respect of, well, and where I'm going to go is actually that we can get in our own way of being a beginner. You know, when when you think about starting something new, what does that look like, you know? And, and for us as humans, sometimes we doubt our ability to actually start something new or learn something new, and we can get in our own way. I get in my way all the time. Like I trip over myself because I think this is how I do it. This is what I use for it. This is this is my tool. I'm happy over here. And then someone comes along with something else and, and they claim that it's quicker or faster or better. And you go, oh, but I'm over here. I'm happy over here. I've got this thing. And I'll use my example for this episode is when I shifted from Photoshop to Canva. I was hell-bent Photoshop was the answer. Adobe Suite was the answer. Adobe were my, my graphic gods, you know, and they gave me everything that I needed. And I had to get over that mental state to realize how great Canva was you know, and, and this episode is not sponsored by either of those companies. Let me just say that, <laughs> but it's, it's a true fact, you know, and then when you get there, how often do we look back and go, why did I not do this sooner? Why was I in my own way with those thoughts? Why didn't I go and test the waters sooner and, and try it out? But that's, that's our human. That's our, you know, our minds taking over going, well, no, I'm okay. I don't need it. I'm okay. I'm okay. When in actual fact, we're missing out. What I hear you say, and I'm going to let Kim respond to this too, is it's permission to be uncomfortable because Photoshop was your comfort zone. It's still my comfort zone. I haven't taken the time and effort to learn Canva. And I know this doesn't relate to a lot of people out there, but it's standard to everything that we do. Starting a new relationship is uncomfortable and it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It's just getting to know somebody and putting the time and effort into that and risking, will they like me? Well, I'm going to go a little bit different direction, David, and I'm going to giggle. No. And I, think, I know. No. I know. Bring some spice. Can't imagine. This, this is shocking. What's going on here? <laughs> Hang on a second. I think of the phrase of you can't teach old dogs new tricks. Hey. And I have, well, no, I'm talking about me and I have <laughs> this pushback on being old. I am 55, but I am not old. <laughs> and so I think of that every time I push back on wanting to start something, that phrase will come up in me. And am I acting old? because I think I can't learn something? Am I counting myself out of relationship or tools or business something or whatever it is? Am I counting myself out because I am disqualifying the ability that I have to learn something? And sometimes it's like really uncomfortable in that spot of, wait a minute, I am not too old to learn something. 
I am not, you know, this person who is unwilling to learn. And so sometimes I have to convince myself the opposite is true. Well, as, as we kind of alluded to, as we discussed this show topic weeks and weeks ago, you have to be willing to not know everything. And that's tough for some people. I know it's tough for me. There's, there's areas where I'm okay with it, but when you get into your area of expertise and your area of where I'm supposed to be smart to, to not know something and admit that. I put the brakes on right there, David. (laughs) It is not about being smart. I think that's what keeps us from doing some things is we have it in our head. If we have to learn something that we're not smart, but you know what? We did not know how to walk. We did not know how to talk. We didn't even know how to eat right whenever we were born. And we've learned like how much we've learned over our lifetime and some things we just put this, I don't know, this framework on of we're not smart enough because we don't already know it. But the truth is there's nothing that we learn or do or start or anything that doesn't require learning something. And I think that's the issue is we, we've disconnected the adventure and the curiosity and we've attached pride to it of Somebody's not going to think I'm smart enough. Well, let me save everybody the trouble of thinking that. I'll just go ahead and tell you, I'm not smart enough to do plenty of things, but it doesn't mean I'm not going to try. <laughs> well, and, and where I was headed uh, with that was, was kind of down that road. I, I appreciate that was probably much clearer than what I was getting ready to, des- to describe. But I know executives. I know people at high levels. I mean, if you are a brain surgeon, it doesn't matter how much you know about cutting into somebody's head. If you're going to learn how to fly a plane, it means you may have, you know, patience and and you're steady and, and you're confident about things, but you have to learn absolutely everything from scratch. It doesn't matter how smart you are in an area. And you have to be willing to not be the smartest person in the room about that subject. You may have the highest IQ, but that has nothing to do with starting over. Great analogy. I was just thinking of bubble wrap because like. Okay. And and the reason is because I think I personally bubble wrap myself. Oh, that's, that's my safety net. It's like when I see. My my daughter will send me videos of our grandson at the park and he's on this, you know, dirty, great big timber contraption thing and he's running and he's jumping and doing all these things. I just want to get out the bubble wrap. Like I just really want a whole big roll of bubble wrap in those moments. But then in reflection, when I have to learn something new, I will come up with all the excuses as to why I don't have time to dedicate to learning that new thing. And I always bring this back to tools and toys, but I don't have time, you know. Oh, it's just quicker if I just keep doing it in the program I'm comfortable in because I don't want to take my bubble wrap off. I want to stay in my little little comfort zone with my safety net and and just keep doing the thing. Don't move my cheese, you know. It's not, it's not time to move my cheese. And I sometimes don't want to move my own cheese in those instances as well. So I do like me a bit of bubble wrap. 
pop, 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 pop. Well, let's think about something that's probably ubiquitous to all of us. Another $13 word. Um, say, wait, y'all have to tell me what that word means. <laughs> Kindergarten princess. <laughs> common to everyone. Gotcha. Is, uh, that's my definition. <laughs> so when we all got what we'll call a smartphone, the you know, a sheet of glass with a bunch of icons on it, you know, we were all comfortable with the idea of a phone with physical push buttons on it, you know, 10 digits and a star and a hash. And we figured all that out because we understood touch tone phones previously, because we understood a rotary phone that just switched over from a dial to buttons. So, you know, we have these basis in our previous knowledge that we can apply to the new thing. But sometimes that new thing is a smartphone. I, I will say this. And again, I'm going to pull up my Apple snob just for a second. But a guy that I knew who, who worked in the uh, IT realm, he said, I always hated holidays because I spent my entire time off answering emails and phone calls about why they're devices didn't work their blackberries they couldn't connect whatever it was so my thanksgiving dinner would be interrupted by one of my executives asking to for help with the with the technology and he said after everybody got ipads and we got them all set up right right way and they learned a little bit about them he goes i would get interrupted at, at thanksgiving saying hey have you seen how this cool thing works and it does this cool thing and it does that and it does the other thing. And he said there was no more problems. It was just they took the time to learn the tool and the tool was a good tool and their lives were better. And they were, they were just caught probably like you talk about with the, the Canva application. Have you seen what this th cool thing does? And I think that excitement that comes from learning something new and finding the discovery of something that you didn't know that it did that dadgummit you're going to evangelize to everybody else because you want them to be just as excited about it. And discovery is something that I think is part of the adventure. I love how you say adventure. That, that, that's such, such a neat, a neat idea to look at all of this, this topic. Well, I did a podcast, a different podcast, not very long ago on, are you afraid to fall off your tricycle? And it's basically the same thing as this, David, mm -hmm. is a lot of people won't try because they are afraid of what they might discover. They're afraid of the adventure. They're afraid they might not look smart. They're afraid just of all those things. And I think we can spend a lot of time making those decisions and making it difficult, or we can let go of that and really become way more and and I kind of do this lightly but kind of more childlike in the fact that we can have a lot more fun we can have those adventures and we can let that curiosity run and the discovery run instead of staying in that place of oh I'm not going to try anything because it I might not look good I might not get it right I might fall off and then we miss out on so much in our lives. When you think about being 
an entrepreneur or, or being what we'll call a successful employee rather than an entrepreneur, time, it becomes the major factor in a lot of these things. When you're young, your responsibilities are, well, I'm going to say fewer. You aren't necessarily in control of your destiny at the time because your parents should be responsible for that. But, but you have, you do have that free time to be able to say, Ooh, I'm going to try this. Ooh. And the fascination is also there too, because you don't already know how to do a general thing. So I'll use my example real quick and, and Carrie, this goes back to your tech and tools. Uh, when I do my voiceover work, I go into a program that I, my, the first program that I bought, and it's a very simple recording program. I turn it on and I do all my recording. Then I hit stop and then I save that file. Then I have to go over to a whole different program to start editing. And that second program will also do the recording, but I'm not as comfortable and I'm not interested in personally, I'm not interested, I say, in learning how to make it right. It's just easier for me to do it the older slash takes longer way, which it doesn't take that much longer, but it does take longer to do it the other way. And so I'm a little, little stuck in the mud. Well, David, I'm going to give you permission to become the beginner again and record direct. Into my Adobe Suite product? Mm-hmm. And again, <laughs> this is not a paid commercial, people. It's not a paid commercial. But if Adobe would like to contact us at info at yourpermissiontowin.com, that would be fine. Because I've paid enough money to them. They should, they should give a little bit back. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> not looking for sponsors. Can we just say that? Not looking for sponsors. <laughs> We are looking for benefactors, though. <laughs> so I do want to speak to one, one example from my own life that happened just in the last not very long, like the last couple of years, and that is Clubhouse. You talked about Clubhouse. Mm -hmm. When I got on Clubhouse, I thought, what a cool thing. And then when I didn't know what buttons to push, I thought, oh, maybe this isn't for me. And I got off for a little while because I really didn't know if I even wanted to bother learning. And I have to tell you, hands down, this platform has done amazing things in my life. I have met some of the most amazing humans, two of which are on this podcast right now. Oh, <laughs> oh. And I think that when you look at that, what would I have missed out on? So maybe that's the, the thing we have to look at instead of looking at what we have to learn is what will I miss out on by not taking that chance and starting something? What will I miss out on relationship wise? What will I miss out on learning something that could really be a, a life changer or a game changer? What will I miss out on? So I think that's, that's part of this story too, David, is giving ourselves permission to not miss out on some things because we're afraid to be a beginner again. Well, you, we all have seen these big leadership or self-help images, you know, the, the guy or the gal standing on top of the rock, looking over the, the valley with the sunset and their arms raised. And it's just like, Oh, but how did they get there? 
right? So if the if the implication is that they either trudged up the side or that they climbed up the side, every I'm going to go to a rock climber. Every grab that you that they make is a little scary because they have to test that rock to make sure it'll hold their weight, and they have to be strong enough to know that their grip will will hold as they continue to climb. I am not a rock climber. Please don't send me information about that. It's not my thing, but I can only imagine the reward when they get to the top and they, and they look out and they're on top of the thing that they just quote unquote conquered. And we're not out to conquer everything, but just, you've got to think of it as a win. You've got to think of, of beginning again and becoming even just proficient. You don't have to become an expert at it. I am definitely not an expert at meeting new people, doing podcasts, all those things. I, I'm adequate at all of it, but I get rewards from it. Well, I want to circle back to something that Kim said in her final thoughts, which was that we have to learn something or we have to do the thing because to me, the, the mental mindset of that, you know, rather than I get to learn something new or I get to play with the new toy or I get to grab the next rock or I, or I get to do the hard work, you know, all of those kind of shifts in thinking can actually help us make the decision that we can make, you know. We, we've all got that choice to make the decision to become the beginner again. I'm going to take it. And I hope, I hope this episode inspires others to want to take it as well. Well said, Carrie. I think jumping out and it can be something as simple as you can imagine. Uh, I can't even think of an example, but it can be something very simple that you just need to put a little bit of effort into to get that new adventure to head down that new little road. And so that's what we would like to hear about from you guys. What's something that you are afraid of or what's something you have actually sparked out and done? You can send those to info at your permission to win.com. See second season. I'm, I've got it down now. <laughs> I remember the actual email address to the podcast. We're so proud, David. I have to say, we are so proud that you did remember that email address. <laughs> well, again, it started with not knowing a thing. It started with screwing up a thing. It started with all that. And now I think I've got it ingrained in my head. So I'm no longer a beginner at info at your permission to win.com. Yay. All the pom-poms, all the glitter, all the things. <laughs> Hootie who, as my, uh, my friends used to say. So yeah, send us your examples. We would love to experience those with you and maybe share that on the show. And we're bringing in guests now. So maybe you could be a future guest. And I want to thank our current guests because mm -hmm. Carrie, thank you for all that you've done to make this podcast amazing and all your help behind the scenes to begin with and coming on and being with us today. I think you always have great things to say. So thank you for being with us. Well, guys, I have to thank you for having me as your first guest and also finally getting to speak. 
So that's that's been a blast, you know. I had permission to speak on the podcast. Woo! That's a win. Absolutely. No, well, but it ha- yep. From the beginning we gave you the permission to join us on this train ride. And you so you got to go along and and watch us careen and bump and scrape and all those things I, I wasn't i wasn't ready to take off my bubble wrap clearly <laughs> I, I i needed my bubble wrap my safety net so but thank you guys it, it has been a lot of fun and i'm i'm enjoying the show i i love being behind the scenes and being witness to everything that you're doing and i i tune in as well to the podcast thank you carrie thank you <laughs> bye thanks for spending time with david and kim Now it's your turn to explore permission in your world. If you have any thoughts, ideas, or questions about the show, please email info at yourpermissiontowin.com. And although they don't need permission to produce new episodes, they sure would appreciate it. Your permission, in the form of a five-star rating and review, will help keep the show going. Until next time, here's your permission to win. Permission to win.